Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. It's Sean. We're going to try something a little bit different this week. We are going to try something I like to call Rohatmu, a random selection from the official handbook of the Marvel Universe. I've talked about it a few times on the episodes recently where I've got the omnibus of the official handbook of the Marvel Universe Deluxe Edition, big book. And uh, I decided that, you know, just for randomness and for fun and just to, and just for something to you know kind of fill episodes that we maybe aren't recording, uh, that I'll go through this book and open up to random selections and just talk about the characters that I see. And it's uh, I think it's a lot of fun because I get to I love to talk about random guys and girls and uh, it's, you know, it's informational and uh, we'll see where it goes. If you guys dig it, let me know. Please tweet us. I'm at Angry Hero Sean, and Jen is at Jen Stansfield. You can find us on Facebook at Worst Collection Ever. Just type it in there, and uh, you'll be able to check us out. And, of course, Worst Collection Ever at gmail.com. Uh, we'll do some feedback on this. Uh, we'll probably we'll do this. We'll probably do, I mean, we'll do this often, but not too often. And I'm going to try to put out a video version of it as well. So... We'll, uh, you'll have to keep an eye out for that, which is my uh, YouTube is AngryHero79. So I uh, hope you guys dig it. We'll see you guys next week with a regular episode. Thanks for listening. How are you? Welcome to a segment here on my YouTube channel, Hero 79 where I am going to open up a random entry. I've opened up this book up to a random entry in the Marvel Universe. As you can see, this book is called The Official Handbook of the Marvel Universe Deluxe Edition, or for short, Ohatmu. So I'm going to be doing a random one, so we'll call it Rohatmu. And this will be me just talking about a comic book character for as long as I can. Uh, this will also be going up on our podcast page, uh, Worst Collection Ever. That'll go up as well, and you can watch it on uh, on YouTube here, so you have some options. So here's a few rules that I set in place for myself. I'm going to read whatever's on the right side of the page, so if I open something up, and it has to be a actual like beginning of a of a character, so I can't just open something up to the middle of an entry and just try to read that whole entry. I have to open something up, and it has to be on the right side of the page. And if say if it's Spider Man on the right side of the page, and Spider Woman on the left side, I'm gonna read Spider Man. So I'm gonna do that, and I will do my best to uh, not just simply read. From this, because I haven't read this whole thing, obviously. I mean, Jesus Christ, look at this thing. But I just want to say I love these books. I just got this omnibus in the mail from InStockTrades.com, and it uh, it rocks. It is uh, what basically what it is 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 the uh, official handbook of the Marvel Universe Deluxe Edition that came out, uh, I believe, around eighty three or something, eighty four. And it went, uh, as you can see on the back here, it has a, this is what's, what the, what's really neat is it basically has like a ongoing diorama of all the people that are in it. So you can see right here that uh, 
it went through a number of pages and at the very end is my favorite thing the uh, the book of the dead collection so if i go towards the end of the book i may pick up somebody that's been dead uh at least for around this time and uh, i'll talk about them and uh, i i love the dead edition because it shows you who uh you know how the how they died and stuff like that until i figure out better editing skills you're gonna have to deal with me basically describing the picture or trying to show it on this page but this uh, under the camera but this book is obviously i mean look how thick this is this is very a very clumsy book so that being out of the way let's go ahead and get started we'll see how this goes i'm i'm a little bit nervous because i afraid i'm going to open it up to something that because i've been kind of trying like opening up stuff you know like this and just seeing where i land and i feel like i land in the same spots over and over again so I'm going to see if I could try to not do that. So maybe let's do let's do towards the front of the book. And then I will go right here. And we are opening the page to the Grandmaster. The Grandmaster. See, here's the Grandmaster. We'll start with the Grandmaster. There's a full color uh, page of him. He, of course, I believe, is the role that Kevin... I don't know what the fuck it's... Uh, Jeff Goldblum played in uh, Thor Ragnarok. Uh, and he does end up getting a... Uh, uh, a, 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 a version of this... Two versions of him in a Lego game. I think it's the uh, Avengers... It's one of the two. I feel like there's... I feel like he's in the Avengers... Lego game, and then he's in the uh, the Marvel Superheroes 2 Lego game, but he's the Jeff Goldblum version. Yeah, let's just talk about him. Uh, I do enjoy this picture here at the bottom. By the way, I hate dust jackets on things here. I, I really don't like them. I don't know why. I know why they exist, but they're very cumbersome to somebody who likes to hold books as often like this. But here's this. My here's the, already the photo. Here is pretty rad. It's him being besieged upon by, it appears to be, Valkyrie, Namor, Doctor Strange, Hulk, and Daredevil. This looks, it looks like it came, this panel came from a uh, Defenders comic, if we're being perfectly honest, because that's a Defenders group right there. So, all right. So, uh, he looks pretty sad. He's got this uh, blue skin with the, with the Wolverine hair, white hair. And he's got this yellow uh, Undertaker smock back when he was in the Ministry of Darkness. So he's kind of wearing that. Uh, actually, more like 96 Undertaker. Uh, but And he's got some some nice, nice uh, flats going on here and some yellow gloves. So, uh, yeah, just a, just a yellow and blue dude. And uh, he is a part of the Elders of the Universe. That's his group affiliation. Real name, his shoot name is Endwegast. Endwegast. And we gas. I'm trying to think if that sense sounds like anything. Endwegast. Somebody that likes to play games. That's got to be like a. Hmm. That's got to be like a. It's E N D W Y G A S T. That's got to be like a acronym or not? Is it an acronym or? A, palindrome for something so uh, I'll, I'll figure that out game player occupation is game player the identity i always like the identity where basically it tells you whether or not 
uh, he has a secret identity, or if the public knows about his identity, or if he's a space dude like the Grandmaster is, uh, the Grandmaster's existence is unknown to the general populace of Earth. Okay. Legal status, none. Other aliases, none. Place of birth, unrevealed planet now in a now-dead galaxy. Marital status, status. Marital status, single. Known relatives, none. Wow, a lot, not a lot, not a lot about this dude here. Uh, base of operations, unknown planet in an unspecified location. Whatever that planet was that he was on the Hulk planet, right? What I, I from the movie? I guess that technically would be it. Group affiliation, elders, elders of the universe. First appearance, Avengers number sixty-nine. Nice. Basically, the elders of the universe are from like the Big Bang. So we don't know about, nobody knows anything about them, like, prior to or why they even exist. They just showed up one day when the when the uh, universe decided to exist. And we need uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson to fi- help us figure this out. Because we don't, we don't know. We don't know anything about these guys. These guys are just a bunch of random jabronis that showed up out of the universe's asshole. And now we're, you know, now we're stuck with them. Uh, the Grandmaster has spent an extraordinary long life in pursuit of amusement through the through the playing of games. He has traveled throughout the known universes, studying the many civilizations, forms of games, and played to the point of mastering them. So he knows how to play all the games. So he knows how to play your Vigi games. He knows how to play your board games. He knows how to play your mind games, sex games. Uh, electronic games, Tiger Electronic games. Uh, he knows how to play golf games. So now, this would this make him good at sports? Because if it's technically a game, I mean, would he could he like be put down? Probably because he's an alien. But it, could you could you stick him in like the middle of like an NFL game and just put him on like the D line and he'd be able to like get a sack every time or something or he could he'd be a great fullback because he could just plow through all the defenses because he's so good at the games he's a, he's a games master of sort that's technical i guess the grandmaster games master you know is he any good you know can he can he can he can he hack it in the nfl that's what i want to know has that been explored i don't know i i guess i should continue reading uh can Capable of traversing space, time, and the dimensions, the Grandmaster once journeyed to the alternate Earth inhabited by the Squadron Supreme. Okay, so it's Squadron Supreme stuff going on with uh, with him, the Marvel's jabroni version of the uh, Justice League. I, I mean, there's some hip stuff in the Squadron Supreme, but I typically ignore it. I don't know. I, I've never. Maybe I should. Maybe I should. Maybe I've read some of the read some of the more recent stuff, but I don't know. Let's see here. The Grandmaster's standard method of playing games was to choose a team of champions to do combat with another team selected by his opponent. So he doesn't actually play the games. He just plays. He has somebody else plays the games. So he has the superheroes. He selects. A, he basically fantasy drafts superheroes to play the games he wants to play, whether they be. He's playing cricket. Whether he's playing uh, bubble, or bobble, bobble, bobble. You know, talk about bobble, Russian roulette. 
I mean, these are Earth games, so I, this is all I can think of. Most of the time, though, when you read them in a, we read in the books, I believe uh, he there was a Marvel, a bunch of Mar- uh, Avengers annuals that he was farting around in where he made them. He did make the Avengers play softball against one another. Or maybe they were just playing softball because that's what they do. I can't remember. But then he showed up and actually made them compete against each other in something, which it doesn't make a lot of sense as to if you if you get to hear from the Grandmaster, you know, I mean, what can he do to force you to play in a game? You know, I mean, he's just a just another being of sorts, but he's got such intense power, I guess, as an elder of the universe that he can pretty much do anything. The Grandmaster, okay, so winning the contest, the Grandmaster determined to create his own squadron because he, yeah, he, he, he uh, was fucking around with the squadron, Supreme Squadron, Squadron Supreme, and determined to create his own squadron since the original squadron was unwilling to participate in further games. Why, why would you even mess with this guy in the first place? You had the option. You could just be like, nah, man, I don't need to do this. Yeah, he had some sort of hand in creating. Earth counterparts to the for for Nighthawk, Doctor Spectrum, and Wizard. So that's the reason why there's two Kyle Richmonds. There's the one, there's the blue, the light blue, and the dark blue one, and then there's the one with the with the red wings, and the one with the blue wings. The Grandmaster then journeyed to a time period of Kang the Conqueror the temporal counterpart of the Scarlet Centurion, and engaged him in a game. After King's champions, the Avengers defeated the Squadron Sinister. Okay, yeah, so he also created their villains. Uh, the Squadron, the Grandmaster drafted the World War II heroes, the Invaders. If King won, then the Grandmaster would briefly grant him the power of either life or death. If King lost, the Grandmaster would destroy Earth. So... Some people have the option of not playing these games and not facing any recourse, or you could just do whatever you so you could do whatever you want, or he'll just destroy you. This guy's sadistic, man. Not a cool dude. Later, having returned to the 20th century, the Grandmaster used Daredevil and the Defenders, as we can see in that one picture I showed you earlier, and I described earlier. Uh, as pawns in a game against the Prime Mover, a robotic computer created by Dr. Doom. Winning this match, the Grandmaster decided to take control of the Earth as breeding ground for super-powered, superhuman-powered pawns for his games, but gave up the Earth after losing a bet with Daredevil. Like, what kind of bet was it with Daredevil? Like, I, I bet you can't make uh, Foggy Nelson into a, into a jabroni. And he was like, done, because he already is a jabroni. And he's like, ah, you got me. Uh, although Grandmaster can resurrect most living beings after their deaths, he cannot do so with the virtually immortal beings like himself who are killed. So he has the power to resurrect anybody, but he can't resurrect himself or anybody that like is like more powerful than him. I guess that would make sense. And his brother... Okay, so he's also... Uh, his brother is the Collector, which... Uh, is a, he's another elder, and we're in the collector. Is Benicio del Toro in the Guardians of the Universe movie? He also is also in a Lego game as well. Uh, you know, we got we get to hang out with him. Greatly distraught over the collector's death, the so his brother the collector died at one point. Greatly distraught over the collector's death, the Grandmaster challenged Death, who is the lady in the robe, who Thanos really likes. 
challenged death itself to a game. If the Grandmaster won, then the Collector would live. If he lost, then the Grandmaster would die. Two. Grandmaster and Death, he selected teams. Say again, using whoever he wants. He can draft whoever he wants. Uh, and do battle over uh, possessing sections of the Golden Globe of Life. So, he is up for a number of Golden Globes this year, including uh, Best Screenplay and uh, Best Blue Guy in Movie. He's also uh, competing against uh, the Smurfs and uh, uh, Faker from He-Man. He's uh, yeah, so that's that's what's going on there. The Grandmaster's team indeed won, but then Death revealed that in order to use the Golden Globe to resurrect the Collector, the Grandmaster would have to forfeit his own life. Well, then that was all pointless. Compelled by his sense of gamemanship to see the game through to its conclusion, the game the Grandmaster died, and the Collector returned to life. But then, at some point, he's gonna he's he's not really dead. He technically should be because it says that the final sentence here says it is believed that the Grandmaster will one day turn up again alive. Yeah, I'm certain he does. Uh, I don't know when, but I'm certain he does because it's comics and everybody lives. Here's here's his uh now the way that these things work is you get towards the end and then they actually give you like physical stats. So uh you have his height, which is seven one, which means he is too huge to die. I've talked about on the show that if you're over a certain amount of height, you can't go to hell because you're too tall too tall. Uh he's definitely uh not able to die. He is seven foot one, two forty, which makes him pretty thin. Like he's probably big. Um, I would say, you know, he so that kind of puts him like he's like a skin, like a skinnier Kevin Nash kind of deal. Uh, his, his strength level is unknown, but is probably no more than the that of a normal Earthman due to the uh, normal is. It is probably no more than that of a normal Earth man of his height and build in the prime of his life. I don't know, man. I'm building a bet that he's probably got some some good uh, good strength on him. I mean, he looks, you know, he's got some tone. He's got some tone on that tone in those arms. Known superhuman powers. As an elder of the universe, the Grandmaster possesses the virtual, a virtual immortal body immune to the cellular deterioration of aging and to disease and impervious to conventional injury. He cannot stub his toe. Only the dispersal of a major portion of the molecules of his body, as occurred when he sacrificed himself to resurrect the Collector, could prevent his regenerative powers from functioning. He also can possess the ability, he possesses the ability to utilize the cosmic life force, the power primordial, to resurrect dead beings with no matter how badly their bodies have been damaged or dispersed, and to restore to full health beings on the verge of death. So he can't die unless if like you blow up a lot of his body at once. And he could basically bring you back to life and anything back to life as he sees fit. He also can use his uh, cosmic energies to kill other living beings simply by willing their deaths. 
So he's kind of like that that movie Death Note or that manga Death Note. You, you just you could just write him a slip of paper, write down something on a slip of paper, and be like, "Hey, man, why don't you think about this this person dying?" And he could uh, take care of that for you. But other than that, like he could fly. He could. Uh, he's really smart, and uh, he could, you know, give his energy and take energy away. He has a lot of nebulous powers. The Grandmaster does, and kind of, in my mind, kind of boring, because basically he's just a character that they created to show up and be like, "Hey, I could do just about anything, including make you guys play." Uh, you know, bocce ball for your lives, and uh, that's what I'm gonna do. And you can't do anything about it. Um, and eventually, you know, I mean, I mean, he can't. I mean, he's there's not much you can. I mean, there's not much else going on with him. So, uh, I guess the perfect kind of entry in this book where you've got so many people in the Marvel universe and so many of them are doing things that are just basic ass shit. And you don't really have much else to say about them except, wow, they're really powerful and nobody can stop them. Even though he's been dispersed or something at the, at this point. And when this book was written, uh, he is not, uh, able you know, he's, he's able to do pretty much whatever he wants. Not really that impressive. He's pretty much just there to fix whatever he needs to fix and do whatever he needs to do when, whenever the, the writers need something for it to be done. Uh, so that's pretty much his deal. And that's all I'm going to say about uh, the Grandmaster. Thanks for nothing, Grandmaster. Uh, you and your red eyes with no visible pupils and white hair. I forgot to mention that. Uh, you know, that's... That's really about it. I mean, I don't know what else. Maybe I'll see you in my Lego games coming up soon. But uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this little venture. I'll do more of these. Maybe I'll get better at it. And maybe I'll have more, we'll have more fun as I uh, sort through this giant book of uh, characters. Uh, thanks for watching. Find me on Twitter at AngryHeroShawn. And uh, find our podcast, Worst Collection Ever on Apple Podcasts, which is... Well, obviously, you're hearing this because you're reading... This is in the feed for West Course Collection Ever. So please rate, review, subscribe, uh, uh, or follow on Apple Podcasts. And if you're watching this video on YouTube, please give me uh, a like and a follow and click the notification bell when I do more videos opening up action figures. That would be kind of neat. So, once again, folks, thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you again soon.